I mean, am I crystal clear, fellas? You're clear. You're crystal clear, bro. Okay. Well, I mean, hey. you're not as crystal clear as your podcast, but Ooh. I mean, we don't have the recording studio. No smooth pain. Taylor, are you meaning to record right now? Am I what? Are you recording on purpose right now? Hell yeah, I am. We might have something awesome to say that we can snag in there. All right. like oh, do you edit this shit? Check. Hell yeah, I edit it. I, oh, okay. I, don't take anything, I don't take anything out except for like awkward pauses and when people try to talk over each other. There was one part where Haggy and Matt last week literally literally tried to say the same thing like three times in a row. And they both tried <laughs> to talk at the same time. They're like, eh. And then they would wait a half a second and then they'd both be like, eh. And then they'd wait half a second. So I took that out so it tried to be smooth. Like yeah, my peen. Why the um, part about like telling Mike how to like tap on the freeway got it got cut a little bit. <laughs> no, that's all right. Well, well should we sweet. should we get this shit on the road or not? It's up to you, boys. It's your show, not mine. You ready, Matt? I'm gonna. Yeah, man. That's gonna be yeah. Whatever you are. I'm going to be able to call you guys Matt, and you're both going to go, what? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> okay, I mean, so. I guess just call him Haggy, or. Yeah, you're. Yeah. Hagler's Haggy, and then other Matt's Matt. Tennessee Matt. <laughs> there you go. Montana, <laughs> Montana Matt, and Tennessee Matt. <laughs> All right. Well, give me a second. I got to. I got to focus up a little bit. I'm in some really fucking stupid traffic right now. There's like a cow and a horse in the road. What up, everybody? Welcome to the fourth installment of your favorite Miami Dolphins podcast that nobody actually listens to, Midwestern Fins. It's your boy, Mr. Sodak, West River Ranger, Badlands Ballard, Taylor Ballard. Find me at Twitter, Ballard78. And my trusty Midwestern partner in crime, Mr. Montana Matt. Mountain Maddie, Haggy, Matt Hagler. What are you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm just chilling in the countryside, like always. Do you have trees in front of you or no? Yes, I was just kidding. I'm not in the countryside at all. I'm in the town. Okay. Well, we're we're honored. We have a very, very special guest today. Mr. Mr. Smooth Peen himself. James Tennis Earl Jones Jr., most wrestling's coolest co-host, Matt, Mr. Strong Style himself, Vice. What up, Matty Vice? What's up, brethren? You butchered that, but that's okay, man. That's okay. okay. I butchered that. Should I try again? <laughs> well, you Sorry, called we me. Were... I, I, you, you called me Spoon Peen. I, I kind of like that I, better, I, actually. <laughs> spoon Peen? Yeah, I yeah. said Spoon Peen and then Smooth Peen. So I can take the Spoon Peen part out. No, dude, leave it in. That 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 works perfectly. I like it. Well, we yeah, weren't sure all... which world championship you were in or whatever. So, listen, bro, it's the two-time world Southern champion. All right. Oh, gotcha. I heard yeah. that you were like the 18-time naked mud wrestling defending champ. I'm not. See, man, I'm sorry, but your shit broke up real bad. I couldn't understand what you said. I got naked mud, mud wrestling. Sounds intriguing. That's all you needed to hear. Okay. It's the Midwestern internet, okay? We told you guys this. Episode one, if we break up, it's not our fault. 
It's fucking Colorado's deal with internet. it. It's Colorado's internet. Yep, you think their high, their Wi-Fi would be high speed, but it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Haggy. <laughs> Haggy. That was pretty bad, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I, I, I just, God, I need you to just fucking answer me. Haggy. Yes. Why do you sound so fucking miserable? You know, I just miss Ryan Tannehill. Oh. <laughs> Don't I mean, we all? I, oh, to each their own. But, man, you sound like a fucking corpse, bro. I mean, I love you, but... Man, what do you need? You need something? No, it's drought season, man. I'm just dry. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll sound cold in December when we do these pods, so. Oh, Jesus. I, don't, I can't even imagine. Oh, that's going to be the shit. <laughs> Negative 50. If you can wrap your head around it. Oh, I know, bro. You remember you shit your pants because it was that cold? Yep. On purpose? <laughs> yep. No uh, regrets. I wish that we had this podcast in April. You guys would think it was hilarious. What, with your 30 feet of snow while we're enjoying 70 degrees of, degrees of weather? Yeah, something like that. I could do a podcast from, like, skiing down the mountain, dude. Late April, yeah. early May. Sometime like that. Yeah, dude, you ski down the mountains while we're sitting back, chilling, sitting outside, soaking the sun in. How how hot is it there right now? Uh, right now, it actually just rained not too long ago, so it's like it's like eighty degrees right now. Well, maybe, maybe hold on, let, me, let me check my weather out. It's around ninety what? right now. Ninety? Yeah, I'm eighty six. It was a hundred degrees when I got in my car. Okay, I'm sorry. It's eighty five right now. Oh, Feels nice. nice. We're though. all about the same. Yeah, you just had to catch up. No big deal. Yeah, it, like South Dakota's got the craziest weather because we'll get triple digits. We'll also get negative 35. We'll get eight inches of rain in a day. We'll get five feet of snow in a day. Sometimes we'll have 70 mile an hour winds. We just got everything. You guys want fucking crazy. You guys want to experience four seasons? Just come to South Dakota and live here for a week. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, just like anybody else that doesn't live in the Midwest, I don't know shit about it. Like, I don't, I don't know what goes on there. Like, I, I just imagine, like, it's just one big rodeo. Oh, that's a pretty big event out here. Yeah, we love it. How did we not? I mean, there's, a... I, I had it in the back of my mind, Taylor. Uh, I just hadn't brought it up yet. Like, my college had a rodeo team. My high school had a rodeo what? team. <laughs> there are high yeah, school legit. Yeah, Oh wow! Our head coach would uh would get our like football players, like the linebackers and the D linemen, and they do like calf wrestling and stuff like that. Yep. And like <laughs> all, of our, all of our schools are so small that like you have to recruit those players. You know, you go to a big school and there aren't very many like dual sport athletes. But you come here, everybody plays everything because there isn't anything else to do. So, like, summer's baseball season, fall is football, winter is basketball, summer's track and field and rodeo and whatever else you do. And that's, like, your endless cycle until you're done with, you know, high school. 
Yeah, Golly, no wonder you're so track. fucking miserable, Haggy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I mean, we got... <laughs> we have rodeos here. I mean, I've never been, been to one. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I, I think I did when I was, like, really young, when I was, like, seven or eight, and I'm pretty sure, like, it registered then that this is just not fucking for me. So... <laughs> I've never been like it's not a like it's not a big deal here. You just every once in a while see a sign like oh hey there's a rodeo in town. Yeah, man, you gotta go crack open a beer and pretend like it's wrestling. You know, some parts. There you exactly go. What it hey, is. let me give you let, let me give you a joke, bro. What has ten teeth and two hundred legs? No idea. A rodeo. The front row at a professional wrestling event. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Like especially it. in the South, like here in the South, there are some crazy fucking people. Like to to some of these people, especially in the bigger cities like Knoxville and Nashville, like these people think the shit is real. Like they believe. Like it's fucking crazy, dude. Like awesome. I've seen old women, like literally, like movie and TV show type shit. Like old women, like fucking swing canes at wrestlers and shit like that like grabbing their shoes and like swinging it at them while their fucking 20 year younger sister slash son brother pulls them back like it's fucking crazy that's wow this reminds me of that south park with the wrestling that's one of my favorite south parks by the way (laughs) (laughs) they never actually wrestle all they do is just have this huge fucking soap opera in the ring (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. They put uh, what's his name, Vic, Vince McMahon, up in the like, like the balcony tier with, and he's got like the opera glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I need to watch that again, actually. Yeah, that whole season's pretty good. But we're in a South Park podcast. We're a Midwestern and Dolphins podcast, so we'll you damn back right away. Um, before we, uh, get too far ahead of ourselves, um, we want to mention that Matt is a host. We kind of alluded to it, to the mostly wrestling podcast. You can find that on pretty much anything. And he's going to talk to us. You can find it everywhere. The week, which is diabetes, right? Yeah. The, um, American diabetes. Yeah. The American diabetes association. Uh, it's just a uh, it's just a charity for diabetic uh, research and looking, you know, figuring more out about it and ways to, you know, to deal with it and ways to, I guess, not counteract it, but ways to live better with it and also to help try to find a cure, which, yeah, that's why I, I'm a diabetic. I was diagnosed when I was nine years old. Um, I was promised that there would be a cure by the time I was 21 and I will be 32 next month. So I'm sick of this shit and I just don't want it anymore. So yeah, that's where the charity's for. (laughs) That got dark. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit more about, I don't want to, I don't want to take up too much time, but just to talk about the charity a little bit. So the American diabetes association um, does a lot of research. Like Matt said, 30 million people in the United States are diabetic, which is about 9% of the population. So more than likely one out of every 10 people that diabetic. And if hey, you, one out of one out of the three that are on this podcast is one. 
How about that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Just to put uh, that in perspective, about 1% of the population is in the military. So there's more people that are diabetic than in the military. Wow. Right. Ten times as many people diabetic. Well, that just, that just lowered the mood some more. Thanks. All right. <laughs> uh, well, here's, here's something to bring the mood up a little bit. Um, if you go check out diabetes.org, that's where you can give to the Diabetes Association. Um, I just brought it up, and there's a picture of a nice-looking mushroom arugula pizza. Which I don't know what arugula is, but it looks pretty well, neat. Arugula is my favorite green. Hands really? down. Not even comparable. Uh, I don't know if what that is. If you haven't put arugula on pizza yet, you're missing out. What the fuck is an arugula? It's like a it's like a leaf greenery thing. Is it kind of like spinach or is it more like kale? It, it's uh <laughs> it's right between the two. So uh, kale, sounds like kale sounds like our stuff. offensive line coach. Spinach. Oh. <laughs> Coach Arugula. Coach Arugula. That's his name, uh, right? Our new one? Coach Arugula? Degulio or something like that. How the fuck do you say our O-line coach's name? Mike was trying to fucking tell me in the chat today, and I was like, uh, I mean, I Guillermo guess I get Toro. it. But... It's Degulio. No, Guillermo it's Latormo. It's... Deguliamo? Deguliamo? Yeah, but it's not Liamo. It's just Deguliamo. 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 Okay. Word life. I got that now. Are you sure on that? Dude, I I don't know. I mean, I call Ryan Fitzpatrick. Really? (laughs) I call him, I call our quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah. But that's on purpose, though. Yeah, so why yeah, can't we call him why. awesome on purpose? Guillermo del Toro. See? Just like the guy from Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> mm, he makes good movies. He does. him out. Good with that or no? Degulium. That'll be part of the pod. We'll just be saying it all different ways. Yeah. Okay. His name is Robert Paulson. Guillermo. Degulamo. Degulamo. We'll just call him the Goo. Coach Goo, bro. The Goonies. Coach Goo. Coach Goo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, So, would you have rathered what happened to to our coach this time or the uh, whole sniffing cocaine and sending the message to a stripper in Vegas. <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like if you're if you're willing to post videos of you running lines and sending them to some girl <laughs> you want to bang, dude, you are living the fullest life. I don't even care if you get fired. That guy was living. <laughs> I mean, uh, me personally, like I, I don't, I would much rather have happened what happened now than that. I mean, <laughs> even though it was fucking hilarious, you have to admit we all laughed and then it was like, oh, that's our dolphins. You know, yeah. at least like at least now, like fucking Flores is not dealing with any shit. Like, what's his name? Fucking 
I'm sorry, you guys. I'm dropping f bombs like crazy on your pod, and I don't know if I should be doing that. So I'm gonna try to we slow had, it down. We had two thirds of fourth and inches on our podcast. I, I understand that, but I remember Mike's asking the same thing. Like if he, you know, needed to tone it down a bit. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, he, he said that he wanted to, but you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Okay. Cool. Drop that. Anyway. Fuck. All right. But <laughs> but what was I saying? Like his name, Dieter. Like. Coach before him said he's nowhere near ready. Like, he's got a lot of work to do. And then Co- Coach Goo takes over, and he's running with the one, the ones the, first, the next day. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's got a lot of work to do, but what better way than to fucking give him that work than to have him run with the ones and get his ass whooped, you know, up in the middle by Godchow and Taylor and everybody. So Right. Yeah, trial by fire. I'm with exactly. TNT, baby. To go back to the coach's discussion, the way that it was is the only reason why Cocaine Sniffer got fired was because he was an idiot. There was nowhere where he was like, oh, we're going to fire him because we have the worst-ranked offensive line ever. Yep. Well, that's because Gase is a cokehead, too. Well, Gase was just being complacent with sucking ass. Yeah. The thing I don't understand is people are okay with losing. Yeah, man. So I think I by Flores saying like "fuck you" after four days, Flores is ready to build something. He wants winners there. We don't know shit, and whatever we say right. doesn't mean anything. But my him- my only he- question about it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm fat. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of the saying, problem. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few people will get that joke, but that's all right. Yeah. Shout out to Tono Z, the washed one. Flores yep. with tone. I'm just saying that whatever whatever Flores does, he's doing it his way now, and he's showing us something different that we might not have seen before. I mean, Gase and Philbin did a lot of the same stupid shit, and they were okay with it. And now we're to this point where people need to realize that we're not okay with sucking ass, which is the reason why some people were okay with you know going eight and eight and stuff like that. Yeah, eight and eight's better than four and twelve, but we got to get to the point where we want to cheer on our team every week instead of saying, "Oh, that's so Dolphins all the time." Yeah, right. My whole question about it, though, like, you know, when when you look at Coach Goo, like his uh, resume, I guess, and what he's done with other teams, you know, he took the Colts in one season from the worst O line in the league to like the best within one season, and then. Where was he after that shit? I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, wherever he went after that, the fort was held down too. So it's like if you got a coach with a repertoire of like that and you see what he could do, why wouldn't why wasn't Coach Goo the head O line coach to begin with? Like wh- why are we doing that now? Hey, hold on a second. Take a step back and compare it to players. We all think that Kenyon Drake should be the starting running back, right? Am I, am I wrong by saying that? Am I wrong by saying that? Okay. No, now, you're not. Now, grabbing Ballich is grabbing first team reps, and people are upset that Kenyon Drake has to go number two. But if it's all about mind games and trying to make either this is, there's two there's two things here. Either the guy that's getting the starter, getting the start, is gonna prove his worth and the decision was correct. Or two, the guy that got bumped down is gonna prove his worth. And it's going to be a win-win situation. 
which I think is exactly what Flores did with this. And he even said that Coach Good, but he would have never known if he didn't give the other guy an opportunity, similar to all of the running backs that we've had over the years. Lamar Miller got housed because he only got 12 touches a game. And he goes to the Houston Texans and he tears it up. We knew that he was great. We would have I never known that Ken Drake was capable of doing the things if he didn't get the opportunity. We, didn't, we wouldn't have never known if Kalen Balazs could get a 100-yard rush and if he didn't get the opportunity, right? So the fact that Coach Flores is giving people an opportunity to succeed is better than the players that are sitting on the bench all the time. I agree with that, and but I, I also think that we're going to have a lot of power running formations, a lot, um, because that's just that we, you know, Right now, we don't necessarily, like, people have the love-hate for Fitzpatrick. I know he's going to have those games where he goes completely off, throws for 400 yards, four touchdowns, but then he's going to be the Ryan Fitzpatrick that we all know. So, with this, like, from watching Bellage, like, dude is a fucking thumper, man. Like, his, uh, I mean, I know it's preseason, everybody, oh, you can talk about preseason game? Eat my asshole, shut up, I don't care. But that was, what, game three? No, game four. The last game uh, of the preseason was against Atlanta. And he got a load. Like, he had, like, load of the carries in the first, like, I don't even know. It may have been the first half. But the way he was running was just unbelievable. Like, the the drop in the shoulder, just running with force and, like, looking for contact. That's something that we can really use in between the tackles. Drake can do that as well. I mean, my only knock on Drake is he's got to work on his pass pro. That's the only thing that bothers me with him. And, you know, people saying before he was freelancing, doing different shit last year, whatever, whatever. Like, Drake can be in every down back, but when you need, it's third and two, and you need those for sure two yards, Balazs is going to lower his head, and he's going to fight his balls off to get those two yards. I mean, so... Drake's going to be utilized a lot more in the passing game, I believe. A lot of swing passes and shit like that, which I'm cool with. Get that man in some open space and let him work. That's my two swing cents. passes. Put him out in the slot. Anything, honestly, he is mm-hmm. just such a weapon. He can get he's you from be, anywhere on the field. He's going to be the offensive guy that people have to plan around. And the thing about it is, they're going to be able to put him anywhere. They're only going to know that he's in the huddle. They're not going to know where he's going to go. Right. Right. And be, then you add, and then you I'm add Keem and fucking Wilson to the mix. Like, you know, it could be a really fast offense. I mean, obviously, I mean, we've got insane amounts of speed all over the field. But at the same time, we're going to do some power running, thumping shit. Cox is going to be laying it all out there, dude. I cannot wait to see that motherfucker line up in fullback and blow a middle linebacker up in the, oh, God. Anyway, my peen's out. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you keep talking about Kalen Bellage being able to lower his power. He had the fastest touchdown last year. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some giddy up on him, too. It was yeah, like, what, against the Minnesota down. game? Like 73 yards or something? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I remember I exploded. I was puffing my chest out. I even got on Twitter, like, all pumped up. And then it just, after that, it was just the continuous ass whooping. It's like, that's the only thing we got to smile about. Hey, uh, yeah. speaking of speaking of puffing your chest out on Twitter, where are all of you Jay Ajayi stands at? Where where are all the people that were like, 
getting rid of Jay Ajayi was the worst decision ever. Everybody thought it was, you know, a terrible decision. Where are all those people at now? I'm right here. He's mm. a free. I'm, I'm and just he's kidding. Still not on the team. Dead no, air. I, I think. I mean, yeah. Uh, he had me. He, what? He had more rushing yards in six games. Jay Ajayi. Granted, those six games were great. More, he had more in six games than he did in the other 25 he played in adult. And people were mad. That we- right. I mean, me, I was mad at first because when he was let go, I was still in the stupidity of trusting Gase. Like, I just trusted the process. I was like, okay, well, you know, week one, he wasn't even allowed to, you know, travel with the team because of however he popped off, whatever. I was just trusting the process. And then when we got rid of him, I was trusting that. And so I was like, okay. So I was never really, but I was still upset because I knew what he could do. But now, like, that may have been one of the things Gase got right, I guess. Yep. I mean, they don't have a Dallas turnstile on the team anymore, or Billy Turner, or Doug, what, Jamil Douglas. Got rid of those three dudes. Jesus. Yeah, it's the Midwestern internet. Jesus. That's that's brutal, dude. That's some good shit right there. You better not edit that out. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) That was For all the people that couldn't understand him, he was saying he got rid of the turnstile, Billy Turner, he got rid of Jameel Douglas, and uh, Dallas Thomas, which I agree were also good. How the fuck were you able to translate that? That's amazing. You guys need to (laughs) travel together. Dude, I, I'm telling you, we we have to make calls like this all the time. You know, that's just the Midwest. So, like, that's like a whole nother language, it. bro. I'm impressed. I, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now, right? Okay, For you the tell most me something. Part, when Cheer I up, watch, though, okay? I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> when I watch those shows where it has like Cajun people on it, like I can understand a good amount of what they're saying. Uh, but you know, my girlfriend's trying to tell me something, just nothing. That's selective, bro. That's a you thing. That must be. <laughs> <laughs> that's plain. That's simple as that, dude. That's a you thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, Matt, Mr. Strong Sal. Yeah, man. You were talking about trusting the process and Adam Gase and everything like that. I need to give you some advice from a Midwestern Miami Dolphins. You do that. You need to learn how to have zero expectations for this Dolphins team. Oh, dude, listen. Okay. (laughs) I I hear you loud and clear, bro. I was brought up with my dad. Like, if you guys, my dad is a Dolphins fan that everybody hates because no matter how bad shit is, it's always raw, 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 raw. You never know what. And then he always says, what if, what if I'm like, dad, you've been telling me what if for 30 fucking years. Like, what if I tell you to stop telling me that? Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But my dad's raw, raw. I'm, I'm the realist. I'm trying to tell my father, listen, for your health and for your relationship with mom, 
Don't wear your heart on your sleeve this season. Just tr- embrace the process. We're not going to be good this year. And, and it's immediate, like, talking to a brick wall. He's yelling over me. No, no, no. He doesn't want to hear that. Blah, blah, blah. And so I just, it is what it is. More power to him. God bless him. I couldn't do that. I'm done. My dad's <laughs> actually more skeptical than me a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my uh, my uncle. Your dad's a, little... a normal human being. My dad's not. <laughs> my uncle's less uh, less of a fan than I am, but I'm uh, I'm a zero expectations fan. You know, it's oh and sixteen club. Let's go. But fuck tanking. If they don't, if they're not trying to win games, then I don't want to be a fan of it. Right. But that doesn't mean that I expect them to win. Like, I want. I'm just gonna be okay with the results, and I think Flourish with Tone said that. Tone is Tone is the forever philosopher. Tone is the sit back in his uh, like in his recliner, whatever the fuck he sits in. Probably he's bare assing it. More power to him. And he's got a blunt in his hand, and he's just trust the process, folks. I feel him. Like what 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 else can we do? Are we gonna live our life in misery? Misery? Well, we have since we've all yes. been alive. We haven't seen a Super Bowl. Yeah, no shit, Haggy, right? <laughs> 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 but like what are we gonna do just like mope around all year long? and that's what my dad does my dad mopes around all year long because he's disappointed and i'm like dad you're ruining your fucking life man like just instead of believing everything read what everyone is telling you realize what's going on in the front office everybody that we loved two years ago is fucking gone <laughs> like they're all gone. Like it's a whole new process. There's like how many people are on the team that we're really excited about that we were excited about four or five years ago or three years ago. Rashad Jones. I was excited when we drafted uh, Xavier Howard, but it took yeah. a while for him to jump up. So I wasn't really, I mean, you know, it. Tannehill's all we but had, man. Everybody knows that Kiko is your favorite player. Kiko is Jerry's favorite player. And I mean, you can say whatever. He's a liability in pass coverage. I get it. But the man, I, I mean, I'd think about switching. I think I, I would, I would consider it. <laughs> the guy, I made, made Joe Flacco. He killed Joe he, Flacco. He made Joe Flacco ask for his check. <laughs> Did you see that? Picked his <laughs> finger up like, check, please. <laughs> I I I hate the Ravens. Like Ravens are my most hated team outside of anybody else in the AFC East that's not called the Dolphins. I mean, you think about it, the last other than the Steelers, the last two times before that Stop that talking. we made the playoffs, we got beat by the Ravens. I hate them. Must have felt good on that Camarillo catch then, huh? I remember I remember that like it was yesterday. Like right. I know you guys were a lot younger, but like I was with my family, like I was with my family before streaming and all that. Like we weren't about to drop the money on fucking Sunday ticket or whatever. And before there was even a Sunday ticket, we would have to travel 30 miles to the opposite city because our town was not anymore, but it was a dry town. So none of the like restaurants around here showed like NFL games, except for like the fucking games that were on local television. So we would have to drive 30 minutes to a sports bar and we would watch the games that way. 
And, and will you say that again for all of our Midwestern listeners? A dry town? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Are you guys dry, too? I don't know. No. Are you no. kidding me? Oh. The suicide rate would be so high you if can't... we were dry. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. Well, where I live, dude, we're like in the balls dead middle of the Bible Belt. So, I mean, we actually, the law just passed like a couple months ago. Like, literally a couple months ago, we got our first liquor store, not even like a minute and a half from my house. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, we were dry town. We had to travel to go to sports bars and we were sitting inside Hooters. We were watching Hooters when it happened. And when Camarillo, caught the crossing route and turned up field we exploded it was it was seriously like we won the super bowl me and my dad were hugging and crying we were fucking crying dude like that's how legit it was i'll never forget that man that was awesome so i want to i want to build off of that small little thing right there do you guys have any superstitions that you follow for the games like do you sit in the same spot do you wear a certain type of clothes anything um, haggy go ahead Oh, you know, just the standard uh, pray to the orthopedic Jesus and uh, well, that's about it. Just watch the game. Uh-oh. Maybe if I have a jersey or something available. Like last year, I actually got to wear my throwback wake jersey during the Miami Miracle. That was pretty fun. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, the next day was so me, great. I bet. I bet. I wish I could have experienced that. I mean, I did at the, at, yeah. <laughs> my my moment with the Miami Miracle is pretty fucking nuts. Um, I was actually, I don't get out like I don't go to the bars anymore because I have I'm my gonna son. Hit so. a fucking turkey. That's amazing. You hit that fucking <laughs> turkey. But um, I watch the games. I watch the games at home because I got my son, and now I can find streams for it. But that one actual game, me and like I went out with my brother. My wife stayed home, and me and my brother went to a sports bar here to watch the game. And I made a absolute complete fool out of myself. People were videoing me. People were taking pictures. I was taking my jersey off, swinging around my head, dude. I ran laps around the building. I ran outside of the building. I was screaming at passengers in their car. It was fucking weird, dude. It was a really weird moment for me, but I, it was amazing. <laughs> like what? Like I'm not trying to be like to to one up, but Travis's video times I won't say hundred, but Travis's video times fifty. <laughs> like I, it was unbelievable. Like I lost it. But yeah, dude, I go through a lot of superstitions. Uh, I have to wear a jersey, of course. Um, if the game's getting bad, I take the jersey off. But and like I'll sit in different spots. I'll be like, okay, well, last time I was sitting there, we scored a touchdown, so I'm gonna go back over there and sit down. Like I have like I have really bad anxiety, so I got like fucking thirty scenarios going through my head at once during a Dolphins game. All right, well, since I asked the question, I'm gonna answer it. My superstition is no Dolphins gear on game day. Wow, oh, fuck never, that! I couldn't do that. That hurts. It does hurt. But here's why. The first year that I got any kind of Dolphins gear, I got a Jason Taylor jersey for my birthday. And I wore it every single week that season, except for one game. That one game, Camarillo game. 
The other 15, I wore it. We went 1 in 15 the first year I had my Jason Taylor. And I wore it 15 weeks, and we lost all 15. So ever since then, I've made the conscious decision to never wear Dolphins gear game day. That's understandable, but at the same time, it's not. I couldn't imagine not wearing. Like, I have to have something Dolphins on me everywhere I go. Something, whether it's now I'm on lock. Now I'm good. My wallet is a Dolphins wallet, and my wife made sure that when she got my wedding band, it had a Dolphins logo on it. So that way, yeah. okay, I'm good. I don't have to be a fucking weirdo and scream at her, why didn't you wash my Dolphins shirt? I can't leave the house without it. <laughs> how many How many, How many? many Dolphins items of clothing do you own? Could you count them? Um, a lot. Like, I'm, I'm one of those weirdos that I have before. But it's killed me. But I'm one of those weirdos that don't like to discard, like, clothing that I can't fit into anymore. Yeah, so, I don't get rid of clothes that I can't fit into. I have a lot. A lot. What about you, Haggy? Um, I've got a couple jerseys, a couple t-shirts. Now I got a nice Hebrew Hammer shirt. You damn right. Okay. And also, hold on. Let me call out, like, half of Dolphins Twitter. Fucking weird thing happened when we signed Josh Rosen, when the trade happened, like almost at the exact same time, me and Mike both tweeted at the same time, the Hebrew hammer is here to fuck. So of course, Mike has all the clout and all these people are hitting up Mike telling him that he should make a t-shirt of it, blah, blah, blah. And so Mike's like, you know, saying, oh, yeah, did you wear a T-shirt? So I messaged Mike, and I'm like, hey, I know a way that we can, do, that, you know, you can do this. So Mike's like, shit, you can have it. Go ahead. Make the T-shirts. Okay. So I tell all these people, yo, I got the fucking design made. I put it up on Twitter, and I'm getting all these retweets and likes, and everybody's telling me how much they like it. And they're going to cop one as soon as the shirt's done. Make the shirt, and three, pe- three fucking people bought one. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You guys promised me, but yeah, thanks, Haggy. You're one of the you're you're the few, the proud, the Hebrew Hammer shirt. Yeah, love it. Looks so Hope good. Life. I'm a poor, so I gotta wait until I'm not a poor. Hey, dude, I haven't even bought one of my own fucking shirts. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all criticizing people. Yeah, you damn right. Jeez. I was hoping to just make enough money to buy one on my own, but <laughs> that's not happening. How many do you got to buy? How many do you got to sell before you can get to that point? Uh, it's a really small profit. Like that shirt's actually stupid expensive because it has a front and a back design. Um, but you get a profit for every one, and it's like for that shirt, I would get two dollars a sale when it's on sale but when it like isn't on sale anymore and it's at full price i get a little bit more of a profit because the price is higher but most people do the shirts and it's like the design on the front nothing on the back and they get one dollar for every sale so Mm. i made six bucks (laughs) at a baby yeah but hey, I didn't put any money into it, so it's a six dollar profit. I just went to the gas station yeah. and got a fucking scratch off for six dollars. It only took two months, but oh, that's a standard rate. 
Columbia. All right. So we talked a lot of dolphins and we kind of touched on the Midwest, but we didn't like really go deep into it like as much as we yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about all the not fun shit you guys do. Come on. I'm on your show. Tell me what the fuck I'm doing here. I feel like I'm standing out in the middle of a desert just looking around like, well, I got death oh, yeah, talking probably to like me in Haggy. Field. <laughs> it's haying season. Yes. So I got, I got, I got a story I could tell that would take up some time. You ready for this? Go ahead. Let's go. All right. So my baseball team over the last weekend drove five hours to a place called Redfield, South Dakota. Population 2,300 people. Surprisingly, they have a phenomenal baseball field there. Uh, well, while we were there, um, there happens to be two paved roads surrounding the city or the town or whatever you want to call it. Township, Redfield, uh, two paved roads. And we were staying at a ranch outside of town. Uh, it was like six miles we had to drive. Um, and it was like this huge house had you know, 14 rooms in it or whatever. And it was on a dirt road. Well, a gravel road. And until now, even my dumbass didn't know that there was a difference between dirt and gravel roads. Neither are the same. But it happened to rain while we were driving to go to a a bigger town an hour away to go eat wings as we're driving we are the road changed from gravel to dirt and then there was legitimately a sign that said no maintenance travel at your own risk and the next thing i know my team bus is stuck in the mud because <laughs> this dirt road now changed to mud so i made my I made my baseball team get out. We were trying to push the bus out, but we couldn't do anything because the tires were just digging down in the butt. Right. Then, so I, I made a phone call to the guy that we were renting the ranch from, and he's like, oh, I got a friend. I'll, I'll get him to come tow you out. So I'm sitting there waiting. We wait about 40 minutes. Next thing I know, this big-ass John Deere tractor comes rolling down the road with the chain, and this dude pulled us a mile. With this John Deere tractor. And I have never experienced that in my life. That's pretty amazing. That's like some video game shit. Like, I'm going to hook this fucking tractor to this giant fucking bus. (laughs) Hey, Matt, how often, if you're driving down, like, a back road highway, do you have to, like, kind of sit behind, like, a combine or something like that? What do you mean a combine? I don't know your Midwestern terms. Harvest combine, like, yeah, like, like a tractor that harvests grain. I've never had to do that. I mean, well, I mean, there's been, I mean, there's been a couple times, like riding through the town, like, I'll have to get behind like a fucking road working tractor that fucking is, you know, doing road work, but nothing like farm equipment. I live, I live, yes, yes, I live in the city of Tennessee, like, there's a lot of, obviously, there's a lot of fucking country out here, so, like, if you go out in our town and go out in the, I mean, there's farms not far from me at all, I'm just not around them a lot, because I commute in the city, I'm a city boy at heart, so, so, I don't want to know what kind of weird witchcraft goes on with you fucking weird-ass cousin fucking farmers out there. We're not in Alabama. Get out of here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, how many people are in your city? Uh, I honestly don't know. We're pretty big, honestly. It was really small, but like over uh, 
the nearest city to us, like big town, is not really big, but I mean, everybody's heard of Chattanooga, Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's where we would have to drive to for, to go to the sports bars. I mean, it's How thirty miles from us. Huh? How big is Chattanooga? Uh, compared to other cities, like big cities, you know, I just recently went to Cincinnati. Uh, last the year before last was it? I can't. Yeah, something like that. To go see the Dolphins lose, and compared to like places like that, like Cincinnati and your big fucking cities, it's not that big. I mean, it's big, but it's not that big. Hmm. Like Knoxville is an hour and a half from me, hour fifteen minutes. Interesting. Interesting. Jinx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, Haggy and I are just as interested in hearing about like big cities as you guys are hearing about our you know, middle of nowhere. So I so looked it up, and now I kind of feel like Jamie from the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know if you guys watched that. Uh, Chattanooga, apparent in 2017, had a population of 179,139. Okay. Huh. What about Cleveland? Cleveland, Tennessee. Cleveland, Tennessee. Yeah. Jeez, you have two of those places? Oh, my gosh. What? Of what? <laughs> Cleveland? Two Clevelands? Oh, my gosh. I feel oh, like one would be dude. enough. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's Clevelands uh, everywhere. Oh, that's awful. It's like um, a Springfield, right? Yeah, it's like a Springfield. There's a... Uh, there's 44,500. Yeah. Okay, so... The place where I work at, Rapid City, is the second biggest city in South Dakota, and it's 70,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're in, you're about the same range as my town, Matt. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, small town life for 3,500. Let's go. So why are you so dead inside then, Haggy? Is it the military, man? You want to talk about it? Oh, it's definitely not the military. Oh, okay. Um. Probably just, you know, it gets so cold here. My heart just gets frozen over. Oh, okay. Oh, I can. Wait, what I say earlier? Missing Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Matt. Tennessee Matt. Tennis Earl Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, have you, do you watch HBO at all? Or have you? I mean, I have. Have you heard of the show Deadwood? Yes, I've heard of it. I've actually been wanting to see it. I know I have Amazon. I know it's on Amazon. Okay. Deadwood is where I live, kind of. Oh, I live okay. in Leeds. I live in Leeds, which is 3 miles away from Deadwood, but like the school districts are combined as Leeds Deadwood. And like I worked in Deadwood my whole life. My mom works in Deadwood. But yeah, so Deadwood on HBO is where I live. It's pretty awesome, dude. It's pretty Literally neat. just and then, you guys ever heard of the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of close by, so of course I've heard of it. Yo, what no. up, Finn? Yeah, he's ch- he's eating. Dude, everybody likes to eat. <laughs> yeah, if not, we die. True. <laughs> Speaking of food... What do you guys think about steak tips? Steak tips are I mean, 
I mean, I'm not, I mean, I don't have anything against them, but I don't, if I go to a steakhouse, I'm not getting fucking steak tips. Like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> so, guys, think about what do you guys think about? <laughs> what do you guys think about light sockets? What do you think? Think it's a good idea? Huh? Like, what? Sometimes I stick, sometimes I stick forks at them so I can feel something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you guys that are listening, I'm not actually depressed. All right. <laughs> Let's get You could have fooled the uh, fuck out of me. I just have a dark sense of humor. Ooh. That I might have gotten from the military. Yeah. More to follow. <laughs> How long are you in for? Hey. Um, I've been in almost eight years. Jesus. So, I'm, fuck. My mom was in for 30, or my stepmom was in for 32, so I got to beat that record. So, are you serious? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's like asking to be a diabetic for 32 years. I didn't ask for this shit, dude. Well, I Holy signed fuck. up, man. Holy fuck. No way. Uh, you Such know what? Benefits. Hey. Hey, and. Old, and Thank you for everything, dude. Like, real talk. Like, I'm hitting my heart right now with my fist. Thank you for everything you do. But that shit is not for me. <laughs> nope. No worries. I tried. I appreciate the spray. You didn't answer the question, though, Matt. You just said. I mean, I would answer the question if I knew what the fuck you were saying. Oh, so let me translate for you again. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he wanted to he wanted to know the steak tips question. Taylor, he answered, just not if he's going to a steakhouse, but he likes them. I mean, I'll, okay. I mean, if someone prepares them for me, I'll be like, fuck yeah. I'm not going to be like, fuck this shit. Give me the whole steak. But like, it's not a preferred <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, like I'd, I'd rather I'd cut my steak up for myself. Thanks. You don't need to do it. I'd rather have that than a T-bone. You're the worst. That that hurt my feelings there, Hag. <laughs> oh, direct hit. Got it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more food question, and then we can wrap it up. Fried kay. eggs on burgers. Underrated, overrated, or just right? Supremely underrated. Right. I, I, bro, give me a fried egg on a burger any day of the week. Oh, dude, you gotta but, have it scrambled. Oh, cheap. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I was, I was, dude, I dead serious was uh, like hanging up. Like, whoa. <laughs> I was about I almost ended the show for you. Jesus. I uh, mean, but it has to be like if it's over hard or whatever. Nah, man. I gotta bite the burger and I gotta take a money shot right in the eyeball from the egg yolk. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. All right. For our last topic, we're going to go over the Democratic debates and what you guys think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Ollie would be so into that right now. Right. Oh, Ollie would be eating it up. The only reason like, I could actually even bring that up and have it relevant is that my governor is one of the candidates and he was on the show yesterday. He actually looked. You're like, not. Tr- you're not tricking us into talking about politics, Haggy. No, 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 no. Stop no, right no, now. No, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm hanging up. I'm done. 
That's that's what I was, I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that's the only that's the only way I could have actually even like brought that into the in the pod and have been serious. But <laughs> no, fuck that. I don't want to talk that's about right. that shit. <laughs> I do yep. want to end on one particular thing. We have to play some bagpipes for an all-time legend. Yes, sir. Hall of Fame, yes, middle linebacker, captain of the no-name defense, 1972 world champion, undefeated, Nick Bunaconti. And Rest shit, can we, can we, I'm so, oh God, I messed it all up. <laughs> say your rest in peace. Fuck, man. I, this is how hot it's got me. Go ahead. Say, say your thing. No. Go ahead. Nope. No, no okay. I just finished. We're good. Okay, well, can we all now take a moment to shit on Wecknerd for not knowing anything about Nick Bonacati or anything about our beloved yeah. Dolphins in the history of them? Weck's supposed uh, to be like a history teacher, and that dude doesn't know shit. Yeah, dude. He's just a fucking axe murderer who shits on the things that we like and he claims he's a dolphin fan but he doesn't even know who the fuck nick bonacati is i still love you though Wick. yeah That's fuck you like podcast you shit on him that is <laughs> i'm gonna make it a point every every pod now <laughs> Wick's like, getting oh, thrown geez. in oh, that's perfect it was all right play the bad pipes taylor yeah i'll play him I'll play the bagpipes. This is actually Taylor himself playing for those listeners out there. Should we just change our our theme music from bagpipes or from banjo to bagpipes? I don't know, man. That fucking banjo hits, bro. Right? That banjo slaps. You like that? Yeah, man. I feel just like Mike. I couldn't imagine myself ever being on a podcast that plays a fucking banjo as the intro. It's elite. That is. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. This was our fourth installment. Uh, you can find us iTunes, Spotify. Uh, you can find Matt's podcast, Mostly Wrestling, on everything. And remember to check out www.diabetes.org and check out all the good work they're doing at the American Diabetes Association. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, thank you for joining us on Midwestern. Fit. No, no, seriously. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome, dude. I love everyone flourishing. We're all flourishing, and it's awesome. I appreciate right, you are. guys having me on so soon. The The wait wasn't long, and I appreciate that. Absolutely. No uh, we got a list, and we're, we're working our way through it. You're going to hear lots of different people going to learn about Midwest and their places, too. Really looking forward to it. That's right. All All right, right, fellas. Everybody, time for the. You guys have a good one. Clap it. You too. Peace out, Matt. Peace.